0: Good morning, and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin. So get ready to get triggered. <laughs> Welcome to the Rabin Report. I'm your host Elliot Rabin, and with me is my expert panel as usual, Amara Samuel and Jessica. How are you guys? Great, really
1: good. Decent. really good.
0: You don't sound very enthused. what's happening? It's reading week. We have a little break from school, you know
2: yeah <laughs> I feel like it but, doesn't count with like all the assignments you have do yeah, no, after reading week and. Yeah.
1: I admit midterms before I have two before two after I mean I have two
2: before one that? after yeah,
0: yeah, mine so, are all the week after after reading week, so That's reading nice. week doesn't really help me. But I have,
2: like, five essays due next week. Yikes. Yeah.
0: Politics, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we're in for a good show today because we're all here. So, uh, to begin, all opinions expressed are not those of Ryerson or Ryerson faculty and are only those of the individual commentators. Viewer discretion is advised. Let's start with our weekly update. Now, the first uh, item on our list is, is quite... Uh, devastating and upsetting. Um, on Yom Kippur, which is the holiest day in Judaism, there was another anti-Semitic attack. So, a gunman in Germany, uh, anti-Semitic gunman in Germany, opened fire near a synagogue. He tried to get in but couldn't, and uh, he just started shooting from the street, killing two people. Now, a lot of people haven't heard about this because it's just not really reported on in in mainstream news, but. You know, what are your thoughts? I mean, anti-Semitism is, is on the rise, you know.
2: I think it's awful, you know. It's just, yeah. I think any like senseless murder for any sort of like racist discriminatory reason is just, it's just awful. And I think for we sure. probably, it's weird that we haven't heard about it as much in North America. But I also feel like compared to the American mass shootings that happen way more often with way mm-hmm. more victims, that might be why. Like it has to compete with those sorts of things, which is really sad I think that like tragedies have to compete with each other for attention. But I feel like that's probably why.
3: Mm-hmm. I was reading uh, a New York Times article after we were discussing this earlier in the day, and um, it was it was just, it was discussing how like you know the rise of anti-Semitism and and neo Nazis. It isn't just centered in uh, in especially it's it's really prominent in the U.S., but it's not just the U.S. I mean, it's places still like Germany where um, it's still incredibly relevant. And then I was reading further about how they. Um, um, the the synagogue this one in particular they asked to have um, security put in place and and police watch put in place just because just for preventative measures and and they denied that and so that shows it in itself I think and I think it's just absolutely disgusting I don't know. I
2: think Germany is really like you can't you can't like really be a neo Nazi in Germany like it's legally like it's illegal to do the Hitler salute or draw swastikas anywhere like it's a but it still happens it happens but a lot less than here like it's not it's not the same at all. So I think, I don't know if they were necessarily anti-Semitic in saying no. They might have just not thought it was necessary, which obviously it turned out to be. But I feel like anti-Semitism he, did he is use a lot his, He made his deal. own guns or something. Uh, those he did he one... 3D
3: print them? Is that what it was?
1: No, I think he just made them. He
3: one made one. them like themselves. And Can that's like, that was another gun? point as well. Like, I mean, as as horrible as it was, if this was the States, it would have been a lot worse just because they would have had, you know, it'd be very much... It's a lot easier you don't I, have to I, make your own gun compared to, like, getting access to
0: I mean, I don't know about that, because in the States, there's still anti-Semitic uh, incidents There's still, you know, the Tree of Life Synagogue, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is it's it's in the States, so it's reported on. But anything outside of that uh, is not. We're very so, North
2: American-centered here. Like, it takes yeah. a lot, I think, for news overseas to make it big here.
0: Which is part of the problem, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, in other, in other news... Uh, in international affairs, Sam, you brought up the issue of, uh, Trump clearing the troops from Syria. Mm. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on in that region?
1: Sure. So, uh, in Northeastern Syria right now, there's a area that was formerly held partially by ISIS and then partially by, uh, Kurdish forces. And based on some promises that Trump made during his, uh, election campaign in 2016, he said he would aim to withdraw as many troops as possible from the Middle East and um, also defeat ISIS. And now that, in his view that ISIS is defeated, there's no further purpose for U.S. troops to be in that area. So he um, withdrew them with, I guess, a mutual understanding with Turkey that they wouldn't invade further than, it was very, wasn't really explained well, but further than necessary to secure their own uh, borders in our own regional interests. Um, but it seems like now the uh, SAA, I have to get all these abbreviations right because there's mm-hmm. a bunch of different militia groups in there and right. uh, rebel groups. The SAA, which is the Syrian Arab Army, which is the official army of the Arab Republic, Syria, um, they've pushed into the area uh, from the south. Turkey has pushed in from the, I guess would be the northwest. And then the Kurds who occupy the area in between who are trying to establish an independent state that takes part of Turkey, parts of Syria, uh, and northwestern Iran. They want to uh, get an autonomous area in there, so they're
0: obviously conflicting with lots of different countries to mm-hmm. achieve that. Well, Trump uh, has received a lot of criticism for mm-hmm. doing that, right? Because now, um, what what is the reason for the criticism? The criticism is that um, with the
1: U.S. troops leaving, uh, while they were there, they were acting as a buffer f- to prevent either Russia, Russia-backed uh, militias, Iranian-backed militias, or even Turkish main forces to uh, attack the Kurds. And now that they've withdrawn, that the Kurds kind of free game. I guess that's the criticism.
0: Yeah, so it's always going to be an issue when when Trump makes any decisions, especially for this one, because uh, even Republicans are, are not too thrilled with this, right? So, uh, But moving on to our last issue, which is the protests for democracy in Hong Kong. Um, now, the NBA actually has stated that they are with Hong Kong. Amara, you have something to say about that?
2: Did they say they were with Hong Kong or with China?
0: With, with China. Sorry, with China. I think yeah.
2: that um, in North America, we're really... I, I don't want to say spoiled because I think like civil rights are civil rights. You're not spoiled for having them. But I think we talk a lot about the violations of rights that happen with, you know, like Trump and stuff like that. And I don't think we realize how many other places in the world like don't have even a semblance of the rights we do. And I think that um, I'm really glad that they're protesting in Hong Kong. And I think that um, celebrities in the NBA supporting China is just evident of how much China controls uh, North American economies and yeah. how much their money actually is. China,
1: means. you mean West Taiwan, right? What? That's just a joke. (laughs) I didn't get it. West Taiwan, because the Communist Republic is an illegitimate
0: state. Oh, okay. So the joke is West Taiwan. Yeah. I get it. It, You don't seem thrilled about it, though. I mean... (laughs) But, uh, Jessica, what do you think about... uh, China or uh, the NBA taking a stand with China and just, you know, I I wrote down that things are getting very violent, like a small bomb exploded, a police officer was stabbed in clashes, uh, you know, overnight in China. And
2: a lot of people are suspicious, like in Hong Kong, a lot of people are suspiciously dying. You know, there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of reporting. Mm -hmm. I think the Chinese government is clearly... It's very corrupt. Corrupt. And incredibly corrupt. I don't know if it's, if it's even corrupt or just, like, bad. <laughs> like, I think that's how...
3: No, I think it functions... Yeah, it functions with corruption. It's corrupt. I mean, that's the way that it functions. I mean, okay. I think us as North Americans, because we are in a position of privilege, I mean, we are like, look at the rights that, we, that everybody is entitled to and not a lot of countries and, and citizens get, including the citizens of Hong Kong. We are in, in, in a An incredible position of um, of privilege as much as uh, we do have issues here. So I think and and because, again, we are such we are so based in our business and based in in capitalism and NBA and and, which is a corporation, um, I think we have to we have to utilize the power that we have. And join an alliance and join in support where we can. I mean, everybody deserves those basic civil and human rights and everybody deserves a fair and equal democracy. So mm-hmm. if they can fight and if they can help and if they can do something, then I think any any corporation, not just the NBA, any individual should be doing what they can individually and corporately and government-wise.
1: Well, that's the problem with free trade and the free flow of capital is if it gets concentrated in China, even if companies that have headquarters in the U.S., they, they're... Well, that's why capitalism,
3: interest? I think, is just such a—that's uh, very unpopular opinion. But no, I, uh,
0: you're not for capitalism. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm uh, not
3: for capitalism. Not for billionaires. I'm not for this mass development of wealth when there's so many people dying and not equal, and and just their rights are just squandered.
1: Yeah. So we have those rights in North America and parts of Western Europe because uh, the ancestors, our ancestors that were here. Um, In previous generations fought for those rights and gained them and i think that's what you're seeing in hong
0: kong that they're fighting for their rights
2: just a little later
1: Mm -hmm. just a little later i mean that's okay
2: yeah it is
0: yeah well you know one of these rights is the right to vote and that's what our main topic is about today uh the canadian federal election part two of three of our series with less than a week to election day just changed that graphic there. (laughs) With less than a week to Election Day, things have been heating up along the campaign trail. The French debate held last week was the last chance for leaders to convince voters that their party was the best choice, or is the best choice. And today, our experts, our expert panel rather, talks about the results of that debate and what the next several years could look like federally uh, in Canada. So let's start with the results from our poll. Sam, do you want to pull up the poll real quick? And let us know what the question was that we asked uh, our viewers. Um, The question actually remembered it. It was if the leaders' debate changed people's uh, vote, if it swung their vote a different direction. Did it have an impact on you? If you answered in our poll, you're going to hear the results right now. So how many people voted in our poll, Sam?
1: Hold on one second. Facebook getting almost there no i'm okay all right here we go uh so for our poll uh how many people voted so 72 votes in total Mm -hmm.
0: and percentage-wise how many 47
1: percent said yes they did okay and 53 percent said no they did
0: not wow so it's almost evenly split and how many uh how many people per per uh category how many for yes how many for no uh
1: 34 for yes 38 for no
0: Wow, so pretty it's a close. very, very close, yeah. yeah. So that's actually surprising, which means that the the election could easily be, uh, could could see a big shift in it, right after after this change in vote. And then we also asked the same question on Instagram, and what do the folks on Instagram say, Jessica?
3: So we didn't have as big of a market, um, but we had still fourteen votes. That's pretty, really pretty good. good, really good for um, Instagram. Nine votes for no, and five votes for yes. And
0: percentage wise, how much?
3: Um, let me see. Where do you find the percent
0: you just go back to the uh thing but oh but, sorry yeah
3: <laughs> 36 for yes and 64 for no i'm very wow. not good with technology <laughs> i'm not gonna lie that's
0: okay but uh so clearly uh bigger uh smaller gap on facebook uh, bigger one on instagram but obviously with more people you get a little more uh accurate, accurate yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so before we start, remember that we are live on Facebook, so you can comment on our feed to have your th- thoughts read live on air. Let's begin with the French debate. Who won, Amara? Let's start with you.
2: Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like there was a real clear winner this time. I think mm. everybody, I think everybody did better than the last English one before that. Right. Um, I think May did a good job again. Uh, I think yeah and I think she did a good job so I those two are still the people that I think did the best but I don't mm-hmm. think it was as clear as last time.
1: I think Blanchet was uh, the most concise arguing his, uh, his political viewpoints uh, obviously because it's his primary language but then you could say the same for Trudeau. Um, yeah I think uh, Blanchet from the block and maybe Bernier had the best showing how that will impact the polls I think obviously would it it has been we can talk about that later it has been impacting the blocks uh polling a lot in quebec uh yeah that's what my opinion Mm -hmm. jessica uh
3: not bernier um (laughs) in my opinion um i just thought it was a better debate
0: in general the format was better they didn't i
3: mean they didn't um they didn't just like go after each other as much like attack each other as much i mean Shear still did that with trudeau but i felt that he didn't go after as, as like wasn't as offended as um as on the defensive which is which makes her an easier debate to watch because like everybody knows what happened and everybody knows that trudeau did blackface so just keep bringing that up is is beating a dead horse like did, did which i'm up? against i don't think yeah. they i don't think they brought did it they? up no yeah, they did bring... once what it what who did, did sheer sheer what did he say at the beginning you said something about it oh um, like it wasn't, but it wasn't. You're right. It was not as mm-hmm. as prominent.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the you You're right. The Miss format the was definitely better. Time. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, in my opinion, who won? Um, I thought Trudeau did a good job. I mean, he answered majority of the questions. I did like May. She wasn't as um, like she. At least she had a voice in this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She really yeah. tried. I think the format helped. But that yes, as well. for sure. Um, but again, I I really I'm really liking Singh. I know you're not going to agree with me on that, but I'm really liking. I just Sing. don't think there's any reason
0: to. <laughs> Ooh. Well, so it's okay. it's funny the way everything is because you genuinely don't like Singh, you genuinely don't like Bernier, and you genuinely don't like anyone. Anyone, anyone. <laughs> not too much. Okay, I, um, I think uh, Singh and Blanchet capitalized on trying to pin Trudeau and shear against each other and say, yep. "Look at look at this mess. Vote for vote for a change here." Um, I felt that May was very. Uh, emotional about the environment, you Which know, she should be. We, well, we so that's all should what be. I mean. She was very uh, like, this is something that she bet. wants to. Fi- <laughs> uh, oh, there's the face. Oh, wow, <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. You
3: go kill the planet. Where are you gonna live? Where are you and your six kids gonna live if you cool. kill the planet?
0: Quebec. Gosh. Uh, oh, yeah, Canada. Quebec's
3: part of the planet. No, yeah, Quebec's gonna
1: leave 1.6 percent of global emissions. If we're screwed, we're screwed anyway.
3: Who makes those global if we cut our ties if we if we make an issue with China and start doing our part yeah, yeah i agree with that they are the, one of the biggest factors but who is their market us
1: yeah okay yeah we should we should so
3: we should put in place that doesn't mean that what we're doing here isn't any any worse but because we're not doing it as, on a, as large of a scale does not mean that we shouldn't do something to prevent
1: but in a, and do in our a part. economy where it is primarily resource driven in a primary industry economy there's no point hamstring Canadians are already living
0: paycheck to paycheck and for a 1.6 difference in global emissions it's not worth it and the thing is to meet our that's where we disagree okay well um, Bernie brought it up that uh, to bring uh, to to achieve the, the levels that we're supposed to according to the Paris Climate Accord it would be an approximate $300 per carbon ton something like that yeah. um, and gas would go up about 23 cents and obviously the government isn't planning to do that because that wouldn't People don't want that. so. Well, then
3: start taxing the rich.
0: Yeah. But he, okay.
3: But it has oh. to come from somewhere. So you actually... Wow. I feel like that's Shots. everyone's
2: answer yeah, the for tax everything.
1: Gone well, down. because
3: they don't. They like, evade. That's
2: all. It's like every well, answer, every question that Singh was asked, his answer was usually tax the, tax rich. the rich. How
3: yeah. much are we going to tax yeah, the rich? Yeah, because like, the, there's still people it's who... Like, yeah. I think it's between 1% to 2%, which on a $20 million...
0: 1% to 2%. More. No, I think I think that was yeah, towards tech
1: giants, right? Yeah, yeah, tech yeah, gi- no, yeah. like, like tech Amazon. Giants. That's what Blanchet right? kept on advocating yeah. for. Which
0: was a, I think which is was a good idea. Is a good idea. Yeah. Well, some other key issues that were in this debate were, as we mentioned, uh, taxing wealthy corporations, uh, internet giants, Amazon. Um, other other issues were the economy, which relates to the carbon tax and, and the environment, as well as immigration was a big issue. Um, did that, did that topic stand out to, to any of you? Because that's Bernier's big talking point, right?
2: I don't remember who said it. I think it might've been Bernier, but they were talking about like a values test yeah, for immigrants. Yeah.
0: I think that would have been Bernier. Yeah. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sounds like
2: him. I don't necessarily think that's the worst thing. I don't think that we should not have any immigration. Like boomers are about to retire. Mm-hmm. They're a pretty big generation. We're going to need people. And I don't think Canadians like birth rate is high enough to replace them. So we should definitely have people immigrate, but I think that we need to make sure that they will integrate well into Canadian culture mm-hmm. and have similar values to Canadians.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. what Bernier was discussing was the one-on-one interviews with yeah. prospective immigrants, which is what we had under Chrétien, but it was cut due to budgetary reasons. So,
3: Well, it would be expensive, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, as would, long you'd as you'd you're to not someone, forcing
3: too. them to, to get rid of their culture. and, mean, and, and If your get, culture conflicts with Canadian values, though, then you shouldn't live here. How do you judge that?
1: Female genital mutilation. I mean, that's what... Like, state-sanctioned
3: homophobia. Like, you should... No. No, I agree with that. But, like, what I mean by, like...
1: That's a values test. I mean, you would agree, then.
3: Yeah, but that's also pretty subjective. I don't
1: think so. I think there are
3: some objective things that
2: we... Like, female genital mutilation is a pretty big one. I just, like, I think women's rights in general. There are a lot of countries in the world that don't really respect women at all. Like, Saudi Arabia just allowed women to drive... Yeah, and I know in sure, yeah. Iran, women and just were ju- able to watch the soccer, soccer game, games, and which they is sold
0: out in minutes. The tickets sold out in minutes. Absolutely ridiculous
2: <laughs> that it's two thousand and nineteen and women couldn't go into a stadium and watch a soccer game. And will, obviously, yeah. not everybody from those countries believes that, and that might be why they're leaving. So I think that's why you would need the interviews because if you come from a culture like that and you genuinely believe in that and support those ideas, I don't see how you would successfully integrate into Canadian culture.
0: Yeah. So obviously, uh, on top of that. Bernie wants to limit the amount of immigrants we take. Um, Sheer also wants to, but he said he wants to prioritize refugees as opposed to e- economic migrants, uh, right? Economic migrants. Well, immigrants. he
1: said specifically he doesn't have a problem with the liberal numbers, mm-hmm. but I think he wants to change the mix up. Mm-hmm. So does he want more
2: refugees or less?
1: I I would assume less. I couldn't tell you. Mm. He's been very kind of vague, murky about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, as
3: long as you don't. Get rid of our immigrant. Like, you can't just oh no more immigrants. That is not. I don't think feasible. anybody no says No that. more immigrants. But it's just the, which his, immigrants.
0: I mean, well, to, really, to, to, you a, to You can't a degree, just pick Sam. And choose.
3: You can't just pick and choose what if you want to do the the test so that people are like living by our values? even. It's not even just values. Even like are just our laws. I mean that that's a well, legal like here. Not really you know,
2: a question like if you break the law. you're going uh, Hello, do you plan person? on breaking any <laughs> laws when
1: you enter Canada? <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: no, but. But you, you, you know need what to pick I'm, and choose based on their values, it, I yeah. think, personally. And I, it's different if somebody's like a child, maybe. But if you're like a full grown adult and you just have, I, I think if you have values that conflict with Canadian values, then you're not going to successfully
3: integrate. It's just, a, it's a very, it, how do you, I, I don't I know. I think how, the one how, on like, one okay, interviews if are the you, best way. The even if you held lying. a one, yeah, exactly. Even if you held a one on one interview with some guy and you're like, would you, mutilate somebody's genitals no, I don't sure think anybody's gonna it. say yes <laughs> would you personally
1: <laughs> so how do you feel about so-and-so how do you feel about this yeah I'm sure that's that. I mean they're professionals and they've done it before in Canadian and history. there's
2: probably like I know there's psychological testing where you don't necessarily just ask the question like you know straight because mm-hmm. if they're planning on lying they're not stupid so you ask like the same question a bunch of different ways to kind of see how they genuinely feel so I assume it would be something like that I'd have yeah. to see
3: a plan like I don't I don't know how that would work I mean if I mean, it, I mean, that's just for the protection of all people. And for uh, I especially agree with your point on on equality, especially for women and protecting women like there should it globally, though, that should we should deal with it over there. Well, I also well, we but, should, but, shouldn't we focus um, on
0: our country first before moving to if to, you're to deal about with But I think women are pretty good. No, here. I mean, dealing with issues yeah. because you said we got to deal with the the issues globally. Right. With,
3: for like genital mutilation, yeah, exactly. I really don't think that's a big issue here. Not that I'm Thankfully. aware of. I don't think it happens I mean, yeah. a
1: lot. Shouldn't even be a small issue. It just shouldn't happen. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, wow.
0: well
3: twice in one day we agree. <laughs>
0: Wow, it, you should have seen what was going on before the show. Um, maybe maybe we'll even do a special Instagram live thing before the show. We'll see what happens there. Do you want me uh,
3: to have horrible blood pressure for the rest of my
0: life? <laughs> no, because we still need you um, for this amazing show and this panel. Uh, th- so on top of immigration I- I- within it, Bernier and Shear and Trudeau, they were all talking, and I think saying as well, we're all talking about the illegal border crossing that mm-hmm. was happening in Quebec in the safe Countries Act tomorrow.
2: So, I don't understand. Like, so from what I understand, people who are crossing the border, like coming into Quebec, were seeking asylum, right?
0: Yes. To, I mean, to an extent. From the U.S. From the U.S. How does that work? Yeah, that's the problem. So,
2: aren't you supposed to, like, if you're a refugee seeking asylum, like, the whole idea is that you're running for your life. Exactly. How do you, like, you're in the States and you, like, that doesn't make sense. You'd be safe there.
1: Well, their argument is that they're at risk of being deported because they're. Immigration status or refugee status has expired within the US, so then that they would come here and then they'd be that status would refresh. But the the current policy is, and but it's not being enforced, that the first country that you arrive in that is safe, you have to claim that makes sense. I don't understand the country's agreement, right? Right, but that's not what's happening, especially it's insane. Um, a lot of the uh Immigrants that are going, refugees, whatever, asylum seekers that are going to Quebec are, I I, I guess, initially were ones that um, after the earthquake in Haiti had claimed asylum in the U.S., mm-hmm. which makes sense, I guess, if you, that's the first country you go to after Haiti. Um, but then that, I guess, uh, status as a refugee is about to expire or had expired, and then they were at risk of being deported back to Haiti. So then they fled to Canada.
2: Canada does not have, like, I don't think Canada has the resources to support that. Like, that isn't many... the whole idea that I don't know, you go back when your yeah, but the, the, status expires?
0: Claiming a... refuge, and then once it's safe exactly. you go back. Which is not... And so Bernier obviously wants to get rid of that. She wants to get rid of that. What's Trudeau and Singh's stances on that?
1: That once they cross the border, they are processed, mm-hmm. and then they determine from then mm-hmm. whether they have a legitimate claim. But by nature of them Coming from the U.S., I don't think they don't have a legitimate claim. They don't claim have a legitimate asylum. claim. Yeah, uh, unless they're being like hunted down, you know. Well, which I, like I don't liar. think that's happening. Yeah, I don't think you so. Know. States
2: is pretty safe. Yeah, I think <laughs> in the grand scheme of the world.
1: And they would they be crossing from what Vermont? <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> that's the Bernie Sanders writing. writing. We Just States to talk is to Bernie so Sanders. safe.
3: Then what is happening with those camps and those and 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 immigrants coming from? You mean? But that's not in the Canada's
2: responsibility
3: to deal with immigrants coming. I think okay. Mexico. Regardless, anything that's happening with that in the states right now—that's that's that's such a human rights violation. It can be a, like it is a human
2: rights violation, I agree. But no, if I...
3: Canada doesn't oh, have so detaining babies, isn't a human rights violation? What,
1: what would you rather do? The, the parents are detained because they just committed a crime. What should they do with the baby? They should.
2: I think oh, they, they should send them back. Oh, they committed a crime because back.
3: they're refugees. No. Yeah, they're well, they because they're the... coming from gang-ridden countries. That's exactly
1: the point. So they cross the border, right? The U.S. Um, administration whether well, the enforcement there doesn't know if they're a refugee or not yet they could be um
3: so you so detaining like, them is the way and yes, those, is the you, inhumane you, conditions you, are the way no nope. those inhumane
2: conditions the are the way
1: put in place under obama by the way but they're detained that, is, that
3: doesn't mean that they're
2: not inhumane every like they're fine
3: right wingers keep that saying fine? that like under obama Obama violated people's so human rights as well. Inhumane. It doesn't mean that People it's okay. People right. are dying. Yeah. Babies are dying. And you think that's yeah. okay. Okay, you think I just that's say, okay. I
1: think you're that... You're crossing it, a country illegally. They, they have... They're so doing you, deserve you a favor. To die.
3: So you deserve to die? No. I don't think anybody deserve deserves to, to, g- to die because
2: they're, they're trying to get into in the, in the states. No. But I do think that if, like, from what I've heard about the, like, detention centers, they're not the greatest. And I don't think that, like, due process is being followed. I'm sure that there have been human rights violated. But... And... I'm sure we can have empathy for people who left Haiti after an earthquake or who are leaving gang-ridden countries in South America and who might be afraid that in the States they don't have as good of a chance of getting citizenship. Mm -hmm. I know it's difficult, but that doesn't mean that Canada has the resources to take care of them. As much as we'd like to, I don't think we should put Canadians at risk, especially when we have vulnerable populations here, like Indigenous people or homeless people, mentally ill people, um, in favor of trying to help the world. I don't think we can really do that.
0: I think it's a matter of of it is an issue, mm-hmm. and the the conditions are not necessarily humane. And the problem is though that it's the focus is on it now as it's under Trump, when it was an issue under Obama, but the the attention wasn't given to it.
3: I, it's gotten worse. No, I think that makes you look at
2: the reports, and it has. gotten I don't know worse. if it's gotten worse. I do think that that's a good point, you know, but that doesn't mean that it's not happening. I I completely that, yeah. think that we should you know recognize then that obama violated human rights at all
1: the un has no authority way. on <laughs> sovereign states well, i they can they, they can sign binding this. resolutions but i mean so what more than
0: un is going to do the the other issue with intervening with another country is for example the states asked it's also canada the states. yeah so you are really not going to you're not going to do, gonna do gonna anything. listen yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go so, back to canada because let's, canada <laughs> canada at the at the request of the states intervened with huawei and arrested the cfo Of Huawei, and now there are two Canadians detained in China, all because Canada said, "Well, sure, the states asked us." So I'm. It's like you know, it's kind of like taking your little brother somewhere. The states is the big brother, yeah, literally, and Canada's a little brother. Mm -hmm. Um, and the little brother's like, "Go, go get, go me, go get me that." Oh, fine, okay.
2: Like when you ask your little sibling to ask your parents for something when you don't want to or something. Yeah, I think Canada. So
0: Canada should not have intervened. No. Because now we're in a whole uh, diplomatic. Uh, kerfuffle. Yes. Which we shouldn't have been in. Huh? That kerfuffle. Kerfuffle? Well, I uh, think
1: if they were, um, if the refugees, whatever they are, illegal aliens, there we go. If they're crossing from the U.S. Well, to, to be fair,
0: not all of them. Exactly. Sure. Not but all if of they're them.
1: crossing from the U.S. into Canada and they think they have a legitimate claim, why don't they go to an official point of entry?
2: Exactly. Because
1: they know if they cross at these random outback spots that there's no authority at, they use exactly. education they on
3: this. You think that there's like prompt, there's, there's, there's notice about this and it's just a public thing of knowledge? What is? Just, oh, go to official these. Official point, point
1: of entry? Yeah. I mean, just go to a library, look up official point of entry. If you were in a gang
3: ridden country, is the that the first. I'm talking about Mexico and I'm
2: not
1: all But you're talking about, we're we're talking about, about the people that are illegally coming uh, across, uh, the,
3: across
2: Quebec's border from the states. Oh, we're talking about Canada again. Sorry.
1: <laughs> vermont yeah, i'm sure vermont has, has very public, nice libraries. public libraries yeah. official point of entry Quebec to u.s
0: i mean even, even so before before you leave the country you will obviously think of what you're going to do you're not just going to pick up and go you'll obviously at least take a second to realize okay i gotta go this way to canada or this way to the states and i think right? you're right
2: they know that their best chance of getting in is not going to an official port of mm-hmm. entry yeah. it's just walking
1: it's all sham <laughs> jessica
3: you think immigration is a sham?
2: Nope.
1: Jesus. No, 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 Literally not. I didn't so you're that. saying. <laughs> so you're saying. Nope. That's not what I said.
2: Illegal immigration. The system that's happening right now. People being able
1: know. to There's claim no asylum from the states. South American drug cartels are not running around Vermont <laughs> shooting at people that want to claim asylum in Quebec. <laughs> like, come on.
3: No, obviously, we should... If you're going to do... If, I. Yeah, you should do it through the proper routes. That's with anything. Do you think you they're too it dumb the propr- to I don't think they're figure too it out dumb. how to
1: do it properly? There's I Oh, there's that. a border. <laughs> there's a border. Let's just go cross it. I'm too dumb to figure out where okay, the official car is. We don't
3: need to insult. We don't know anybody's situation, so we do not need to insult.
0: So they could be dumb. Okay.
3: Oh, my God. I did not uh, say that. No,
0: she didn't say that. At okay. all. Okay.
3: What I am saying <laughs> is you don't know the situation of people. If they're... like. Yeah, you should go through the proper systems. Everybody should go through but In any situation, It's not you Canada's go the responsibility to
2: care about your situation if you're going to break the law. There's a lot of reasons. I'm sure people have a lot of very good reasons for committing crimes. That doesn't mean that they didn't commit a crime and that we have to, you know, accommodate it's very, that.
3: It's very... Like, well, then make it more prominent and make it more well I don't think we have to make it
2: easier for people to
0: I don't know. immigrate I th- here. I don't know. I, think I saw there what should, I'm saying. I, I'm just, I don't think so. I think there should be some sort of immigration reform. I mean, it is difficult... To immigrate, but there should, yeah, but because
1: there's a priority. Why should it be towards high skilled immigrants? Why we're not saying necessarily... it should be easy. Why should it be easier? But there should
3: be a. Well,
2: Canada
1: then... accepts the highest level of immigrants in any Western country per, per
0: capita, capita, right? Yeah. And I think yeah.
3: that's something to be proud of, personally.
2: But wh- okay, so it's uh, we already do that. Why should it be easier for you to immigrate here? Why? Should... I never said
3: it should be easier.
0: What, no, you were saying, I what said you're said saying? That. Okay, I oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm said that. Not
2: Jessica. I'm just. I just think that you know, we should protect canada's resources it should be an equal and fair Canadians. process absolutely uh, absolutely and but at the think...
0: same time it can't be equal and fair if people are crossing illegally yeah they're
3: that's not fair
0: they're spitting on everyone else's way no, so,
3: okay so if you're gonna cut down on that do it ethically and don't do it like how the states are gonna do it no i don't think canada's gonna set up detention centers i hope not
1: i know well if there wasn't uh that many people i think they might be forced but
3: to. why can't they just turn them away why would they
2: have to detain them like that, because that,
1: that's it's the it's a legal it's a legal question. Once they've entered the country, you can't just what are, you can't force them, right? Like, what are you gonna shoot at them when they cross the border?
2: But people get deported all the time. Like, why can't you just not let them? Yeah, in?
1: but there's a legal structure where if, once they enter, then you have to process them legally, and you okay. have to give that them.
3: Well, then if we do it that way, then see if it's legitimate and then go from there. Do, if you want to implement this testing thing, then do it at that point. Like, you're never going to cut down on people illegally coming into where whatever country. Like, no, you can sorry, disincentivize
1: them from coming, which is what we what should be family
3: doing. Family separation if you
1: what, Well, That, that
3: obviously that doesn't work, yeah, it does. but going, that doesn't work. What? Disincentivizing. Sky. Yeah,
1: sure it does. If you How come in here and you're doing it illegally and you're not entering at an official we'll point take of your entry, children. you're going back. <laughs> Sorry.
3: They're not going back. They go to get abused Where? and then they get separated.
0: Separated. Well, the disincentive is to separate. That's them. what I'm saying. What, that, I think that's family that's separation, yeah, but about. it's obviously it's not doesn't work. Yeah, clearly it's not making an impact exactly. because they're trying to find so, any way in. And um, just it
3: just it's a human rights violation. That's all it does. It doesn't dis. People still come. I think
2: detaining. I think the way that the detention centers are working now do violate human rights. But I don't think that not letting people into your country is a human rights violation.
0: Yeah. Immigration is definitely going to be a key role in this election, uh, probably not as much as it will be in 2020 in the States, but it's still something very big in Canada. Another uh, big topic is the right to die with dignity that was brought up. I want to up. hear
3: Samuel's opinion on this because I know your opinion on abortion, so I really what, – what are you
0: – The reason Amara uh, is cracking up is because we had a very lively discussion in our group chat uh and maybe one day you'll, you'll, you'll hear, maybe. hear everything live. But yeah,
3: yeah Sam,
0: let's, let's go to you. What's your opinion on the, the, the right to die, the right to die with dignity?
1: Uh, I think, you know, if people are, are willing to end their lives, uh, I mean, right to die means that a doctor would be willing yeah. to end your life. Yeah. Well, if a doctor is willing to do that and a patient an individual wants to end their life. I mean they're gonna do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, I don't personally support it.
2: I think I agree with Singh on this actually. Miraculously And Singh's
0: point is Um Well I think viewers, he
2: supports the right to die with dignity.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there a specific policy point any to like which point? Like what are the qualifications? I'm not sure of his not specific sure? okay. he just,
3: it, was like, it was very briefly touched upon in yeah. the debate on Thursday and mm-hmm. I think every leader Except Sheer, I don't know, because mm. he just talked about it. He never said like, what his opinion on, was, on what his stance was for either way, but the only every other leader basically said, yeah. well, I
2: definitely do think you have the right to die with dignity. I think so. The only thing he said was so that body, he wants to
0: work with, uh, with all the party yeah. leaders to, to, to come to some sort of agreement, and I think it was probably one of the most emotional parts of the, the debate with uh, the lady who asked the question, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because everybody clapped, and, and she was visibly... Uh, taken aback so that was I think that was a very nice moment clearly that would only happen in a Canadian debate not in a, an American debate uh, but moving forward uh, let's talk about a potential coalition if sheer wins uh, the NDP Jagmeet Singh has stated that he would be willing to form a coalition with uh, the Liberals he has said that he will definitely not be working with the conservatives so what do you do you think that that's gonna happen do you think that if sheer wins that he would really be for that and what would happen If sheer won, if sheer won, the majority Mm. of the seats, but not a majority government, Mm. the Liberals or the NDP would form a major uh, a coalition with the the Liberals.
1: Well, I think it's funny. Like the NDP and its supporters for years have been saying, "Well, vote for the NDP because we want a real different Mm -hmm. left wing voice in Parliament." Yeah, and then the second the opportunity arises, well, we're going to we're going to form a coalition, and then the Liberals obviously are the majority of that supposed Mm -hmm. coalition. So then they're going to just propose. Liberal policies. I mean, sure, there'd be some NDP influence. Yeah. I agree. It's it's, a a joke. It's the same thing. They're really just selling out the years of the differentiations they've built up and that, you know, support. And then they're just going to throw it all away for, what, four years of maybe influencing the party in power? Like, come on. But, you know, whatever. I don't really care.
2: I couldn't see the liberal. Like, if that did happen and they formed a coalition, I couldn't see the liberals being too sensitive to the NDP's, you know, wants, I guess.
0: No, yeah, and it would basically be, they would be in power. Once again, the liberals would have control. Yep. Um, well, liberals you know.
3: are more, I mean, they're liberal, but they still have more of a um, right-wing influence compared to, to the NDP. So you're, you're yeah, they're, get, they're Yeah, they're closer set to the yeah, center than exactly. the NDP, but so,
0: definitely... In, in, they're going to have a more, especially
3: because you're right, because it is economic, that's where their influence comes from. I don't know, so there's
1: not really if there, a social I don't center know if, anymore. No, there's not. At all. Even, Sheer isn't really a he. Is, well, he is not a social conservative at all. You think he's a liberal conservative? because of his yeah, he's, he's left wing. Well, he's saying, uh, oh, this is my personal opinion. But then, okay, well, sorry, bud, your personal opinion doesn't matter for shit. It's what you enact. Well, I don't I mean I it does matter not, to an extent. He's not the one
2: bringing it up, though. People are kind of yeah, bringing it up bringing accusatorily, it up to, to like, you know, Trudeau and saying to yeah, well, there's make no there is
1: no right wing social position in Canada uh people's Burn, party um, yeah bring it. People, yeah he he That's is probably the well, he's left-wing right. on uh, social issues he, he takes
3: <laughs> are you serious oh.
1: yeah on well he, he takes abortion and uh the right to die like i heard in the debate he takes the libertarian approach which is a left-wing approach That individual liberty
0: so there you go but, mm. interesting uh well do you see do you foresee that really happening so what kind of policies are going to be implemented? Is it going to be the same ones? Because you look at, for example, uh, Singh was trying to point out that sh- that Sheer and Trudeau are both giving money to big corporations. They're just different corporations. Mm-hmm. So if Singh and Trudeau have a coalition, is Singh really going to be able to control what Trudeau does? No, no. No. So it's basically going to be Trudeau. Well, and they're power the minority again, right? the of same. that coalition. So yeah. No. And and looks even looks like Singh's stuck being a minority once again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
2: his life. Yeah. You know? he yeah. fights Bill Twenty One every day of his life, being a minority. So,
3: He's Jessica,
0: Stewart. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something you want to add to that?
3: I am not adding to that. Either. Okay,
0: fair enough. Uh, let's talk about how each province will vote. So, obviously, the election is in six days. Six days, and we will have wow. the forty-third. Parliament of Canada. Uh, How will each province vote? We're going to discuss Ontario and Quebec a little more uh, in depth in a second, but let's start out British Columbia. West. West. (laughs) I don't do directions. (laughs) That's why I'm in media. Uh, Let's start with British Columbia. British Columbia uh, is very green, I would say. A lot of it because of Elizabeth May's influence Mm -hmm. there. And I think, I really hope she does win her seat. I just I just support her just for, for what she's done, you know, being the only female party leader, and Absolutely. not that I support her policies per se, uh, but I think that she's very. So not
3: support environmentalism. Oh gosh. <laughs> not to the
0: degree that she's proposing it, <laughs> she where there's no pipeline, and uh, that you know we should be imposing such high rates on carbon. I think tax. that
2: she's the only one that's being like, honest yeah, about. Everyone's I agree. kind of agreeing that like. I mean liberals and NDP are agreeing that climate change is happening and it's caused by humans and it's so awful but this like the goals and targets that they're committing themselves to won't help according mm-hmm. to their own you know yeah. material so I yeah. think she's the only one being like 5 year plan isn't realistic.
0: Yeah and that's why I that's why personally I'm just very supportive of her as a as a person and as a party leader yeah. um I Comprendre.
3: Well, her plan I is mean, realistic. It, it looks at all. It looks at both the economic and environmental aspects, which I, you know, it's not just a blanket statement of "I'm going to do this." If you look at her plan, it's, it's feasible, but she won't get in. So, unfortunately,
0: yeah. I just hope she wins her seat. But other than that, British Columbia, the the rest of it, how is it going to vote? Is it going to vote? Vote Liberal, NDP, Conservative, Conservative, Conservative. Right now, it's really? going. The polling okay. says it's blue. Okay. Let's move to Alberta, which is. Very conservative, especially with yeah. Jason Kenney. And Trudeau actually keeps bringing that up, Jason Kenney and Doug Ford, and that's an issue. Um, it's definitely been an issue for conservatives in Ontario because Doug Ford, all these cuts he made far too quickly. He delivered on his promises, which yep. is what he said. He did what he was gonna said what he was going to do, which obviously some people are not happy with and they didn't vote for him. But he delivered. The problem is he delivered too quickly. I hey, sure that's spread what, it out exactly um, but and even some of the cuts though they could have been too drastic even from especially conservatives especially
2: the, the teachers
0: yeah you
3: don't okay, if you have to make cuts you don't make it in healthcare and education like ever you increase if you're gonna do anything
0: I mean like healthcare where, where, where else would you cut for example
3: well maybe not doing cuts or whatever but that, I think that's where it comes in with it, with taxes like I don't understand what people are I understand because it is an expense but you need tax especially in our society where we do have free health care and we have a really good education well a decent education system. Mm-hmm. you need high taxes and so the whole idea, oh we're gonna lower it so we can cut and everything it doesn't work. It doesn't work in a system where you have um, where, where you have universal health care like I'm sorry that's not that's not that's not feasible.
0: Well, just to, just to backtrack, I, I just want to bring up Marshall's point, which is that, uh, relating to you, Jessica, uh, the Green Party platform, he says, is insulting to environmentalists. She has an opportunity as a fringe party leader to push less mainstream issues, yet the Green Party continues to push fake liberal environmentalism. What do you want to say to that?
3: Where are you getting this, this from?
0: This is Marshall's comment on the show.
3: Okay, but where is he getting this from, that it's insulting to environment- environmentalists?
0: You want to clear that up, Marsha, where, where your <laughs> comment is coming from? I guess he would,
1: he would look towards, um, I'm just guessing right now, but mm-hmm. he would look towards maybe putting further tariffs on um, countries that don't respect the environment. Right. and
2: I think taking an international stance on almost everything needs to happen.
0: Especially environmentalism. Like
2: especially, Trudeau sure. such a feminist, but he doesn't really... But
0: he had four women le- leave his his party and
2: he participated in the debate where may was excluded i also just think internationally if we're going to interfere at all there's a lot of countries in which women don't have any rights at all
1: well we shouldn't interfere with those countries which countries i don't know
2: well i don't think we should but i think if we're going to like oh, if, if people if think, we think are, that we have some sort oh, okay. of global responsibility i think we need to be honest about our values that we well, have we're here not,
1: because it's all kowtowing to of
2: course yeah exactly
1: urbanites mm-hmm. that want you know Social liberation or whatever. Well, <laughs> well, moving. Um,
0: getting back to how the provinces are going to vote, let's talk about Manitoba. How is Manitoba going to vote? Which direction does Manitoba usually swing? I think conservative.
3: I think, yeah, they're mainly conservative.
0: conservative. I, think, I
1: think they do have a... Oh, sorry, we, we, missed, uh, we missed Saskatchewan. My apologies. Oh, no. Well, on their CBC, I, I've only looked at the CBC because they do aggregate polling, mm-hmm. and they just group it all as prairies. But I imagine... That's in- wrong. <laughs> Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, they they um they do B C Alberta and then prairies, which I mean, sure.
0: I guess there aren't enough ridings there to uh, yeah justify smart. enough. Yeah, they're bigger. They're bigger ridings because yeah. there's less people. Uh, okay, now to Manitoba, which we talked about as conservative, right? Mm-hmm. Skipping Ontario and Quebec, let's go to let's actually go up north to the to the territories. Uh, I think Yukon only has one one yes, riding. Yeah. Huh. Sorry. That sounds right. Yeah. Yukon has one. Northwest Territories and. Uh, uh, crap. What's the other? None one? of it. None of it. They all have. Uh, <laughs> they all have. Uh, I think two or three. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't done geography in a long time. Sorry. But uh, which way are they going to vote? Considering it's just literally one vote. Don't they have
1: a collection of independent parties? Do they? I don't think they have conservative, what liberal, sense. NDP.
0: They do have them running there maybe i all the conservatives my... liberals ndp and greens all have 338 candidates running okay right what? i
1: think they they their system up there is a little different in terms so, of voting yeah and how they do their provincial government
0: oh okay got it but federally how do you think they're going to vote
1: that's the thing i don't know if uh, maybe
3: Um, America. i'm looking at it now
0: Okay. Um, um, in the meantime, while you get you're, back to you, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll check back in with Jessica for the uh, <laughs> weather up and none of it. Let's talk about the Atlantic provinces. Maritimes. See, I got that right. Maritime. Maritime provinces. Is that also Atlantic though? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Good. So, so I got it right. I got it right. That's important. Um, I got to stay factually accurate here. New Brunswick, uh, Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland and Labrador. Liberal territory. Yeah, they're pretty liberal. Safe. All liberal pretty safe. I know Seamus O'Regan is in, I think, Nova Scotia? Or Newfoundland and Labrador? He's a very prominent liberal. Where, when they
2: spoke about abortion, didn't they talk about the, like, only New abortion clinic? Yeah, New Brunswick closing? Yeah. Was that do, you, do, they,
3: do they not have, like, a conservative provincial
1: Might have been a funding definite? issue, I don't know. I think they have a liberal government. Going back <laughs> to
3: our territories, Yukon yeah? is liberal and Northwest Territories, and none of it are conscientious government.
1: There we go. Okay, that's what, I was what does thinking. that can't mean? Change. What's
3: that? Um so basically Is that federally? I think it has to do with yeah. indigenous. Um it's the cabinet is appointed by a legislature without reference to political parties. Okay. So
0: But f- so their federal representative is who?
3: Um I don't know if they this- so uh their federal representative is Bob McLeod.
0: And he doesn't identify with a party? Uh I don't think that's, so. That's Scottish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, he's nonpartisan. Wow. As well as Joe. Oh my God! I'm gonna butcher this. I'm really sorry. Savick Tuck is not, not, not a sound Scottish.
0: <laughs> no, that's definitely. Uh, He's
3: nonpartisan as well.
0: Okay, interesting. Wow. Um, didn't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that is interesting. Because I I expected it to just be same thing there in terms of conservative, liberal, NDP. You know, uh. But now that we've all discussed that, let's go to Quebec before we hit Ontario. Uh, Quebec now, Sam. You've been informed Sorry. of uh, the way that Quebec is going to be voting. Right. Certain areas are going to be voting conservative, some liberal and some NDP, mm-hmm. and some bloc. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of difference there. You want to tell us real quickly? Sure. So the liberal
1: uh, historically, the liberals in um, in Quebec have been a little bit different than liberals uh, outside of Quebec. Mm-hmm. And that tends to go with the whole Quiet uh, Revolution and even back to the 50s. But that's not important. But the point I'm trying to make is, I think in in the only real support for liberals in Quebec is Montreal, specifically the western half of Montreal, where a lot of the English speakers are and Mm -hmm. the new immigrants. Um, So I think you'd see those ridings in the west end of Montreal and further towards Ottawa, Mm. go a little bit more liberal.
0: And is that Papineau's in that area as well?
1: Well, yeah, that's in Montreal. Okay. Yeah, so that, yeah, obviously safe. Yeah, because it's, Um, then For those who
0: don't know, that's Trudeau's writing.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then I think um, the Conservatives never really had a big presence in uh, Quebec, and I think you're seeing that even more so recently because uh, the resurgence resurgence of the Bloc under uh, Blanchet, the leader of the Bloc Québécois, um, they've been eating away at the Liberal and uh, Conservative support. And as have you, uh, you've you seen their support go up, uh, I think almost, I have it written down right here. Uh, they're second in Quebec and their gains have been due to the Libs and Conservatives dropping. So they have 20% of the vote in polling right now mm-hmm. compared to the 33% of the Liberals. So they, and that's just been going up since the, the first and second debate, the mm-hmm. official debates. So I think they could even secure uh, Quebec,
0: the block. Wow, I think it's possible. And the other, the other areas very quickly, in, not specific writings, but areas. Uh, so you'd
1: you'd see, besides Western Montreal, I think you'd see some pockets of NDP inside and outside the mon- suburbs of Montreal, and mm-hmm. then the rest would be uh, a collection of block and conservative. Okay. Yeah.
0: Very nice. And so. Moving to Ontario, where we are, which is the biggest riding. Yeah, drum roll, give us a drum roll, Amara. Um, The downtown core—that's
1: just provincial, Sam. I don't know.
0: I think that was talking about uh, uh, Nunavut. I think he means Nunavut. Nunavut? Marshall says, like Nunavut in the Northwest Territories. I think he means that's just provincial, uh, in terms of the independent candidate. But um, if you could, if you could tell us specifically who they are, if you can find it out, Marshall, that would be great. Um, Ontario, the downtown core is going to go liberal. You have very high profile candidates there. Mm-hmm. Bill Morneau was running in this riding in Toronto Centre. He used to you, be in my
1: riding. Like, I used to live in his riding and got his stupid flyers all the time.
0: Which riding was that?
1: Uh, it was uh, Church and Wellesley. Just because you don't want oh. to vote for
3: the guy, oh. Why? if they were conservative flyers, would they be stupid?
1: I mean, yeah. wh- wh- well, how would. would you feel getting a Bernier flyer? <laughs> yeah, you would. I respectfully disagree with this flyer.
3: Well, you're going to get them for any party. It doesn't mean that there's. That's a way that they're just. I think they're yeah, campaigning. Mar- m- like, it doesn't mean it's... Okay,
0: Marshall empty. cleared it up. He said the territory is yeah. represented regularly. It's a waste of paper. Regularly. Yeah. I agree. That's true. And so... I don't
3: y- even get them anymore, though. What? I did. The pamphlets. I haven't gotten any.
0: Uh, have you identified yourself... As, do you have a lawn sign? Have you identified yourself as a supporter of a certain party?
3: No, but usually like before the last election, usually usually it's usually it's like
0: GOTV when they're doing advanced polls, they're going to go around and try and get everybody as fast as they can. Um, But yeah, so Toronto is going to be very liberal. Um, Speaking of the use of lit and uh, literature, lit they they use it. It's not just the slang of the children of today. Um, (laughs) 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 No, the candidate, the liberal candidate in my writing of Thornhill, has opted not to do any lawn signs which decreased the use of plastic or pay plastic by he said 83% something like that and he said that uh, it may help or hinder his election the problem with that is that he's making it out to be like he's the greatest person in the world but the rest of the liberal party is still using lawn signs so it's not you know well,
1: at
2: least he's kind of putting at least he's trying. trying every little bit yeah. helps yeah i'm always so, going back to that you
0: know but thornhill is a safe blue riding obviously um because of Peter Kent. But let's talk about some key ridings in Ontario. That would be the 905 area. And some, and I think one big one is Etobicoke North. Because that's currently held by a liberal. But it is uh, Doug Ford's riding. Yep. Right? So because it's provincially conservative, it could easily swing federally uh the, the conservative candidate there is set up Um then you have some bigger ridings like Eglinton Lawrence, uh York Center, and uh they're very they have a huge Jewish population there, which is what swings votes. Um Newmarket Aurora. Swing which way? Uh well it it was conservative beforehand. Mm. Uh not I don't know about York Center. Yes it was. Mark Adler, I believe. York Center, um, and then we had uh, Joe Oliver, who was the finance minister right. in Eglinton Lawrence. Now we have Marco Mendicino, who is the liberal MP for Eglinton Lawrence, and York Center, we have Michael Levitt, who's also a very prominent uh, MP. We also have Milton, which is a big riding, because you have longtime veteran MP Lisa Raitt running against new uh, newcomer Adam Vancouverden, who people will remember as a former Olympian and he's definitely giving her a fight. Uh, are there any other key ridings that you guys want to talk about?
1: In the GTA?
0: Yeah, in the GTA. Because the, the 905... King Vaughn is also a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, King Von is held by Deb Schultz, but Anna Roberts is looking to... She's a conservative candidate looking to win. Hamilton looks like it's going from Liberal to NDP, and if it is NDP, it's staying NDP because of the unions. Mm-hmm. Um, any other key ridings?
1: So I know um, Oakville in the provincial elections switched from a long-time liberal candidate to conservative which right one?
3: now they're dead center like really? right now it's 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 literally equal this is oakville? liberal yes yeah. because i was o- Oak- looking into it. two
1: ridings or one federally
0: there's there's a couple
3: there, yeah i think there's two
0: there's yeah. oakville yeah. and then there's something else oakville
1: something. i think since oakville's developed more yeah northward i think there's there's a separate separation between north and south Oakville. i don't something know something like official that. names yeah. but
3: this is my first time voting in oakville i'm like Norton, Ray's Caledon Oakville. which is always wow. conservative because mm-hmm. it's all farmers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, stupid farmers. Anyway. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you are going to be a farmer.
1: I know. I'm being sarcastic. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm wonder, wondering if that change in longtime support for liberals uh, provincially will have
0: any impact federally hmm. in Oakville. That's a very Um, interesting take. Well, also, some big writings to mention. Sorry, Jessica, you wanted to step in?
3: I don't know, necessarily. I mean, if you look at it even now, like, I was just looking at all the... um, um, I can't think Polling. it. Polling? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, there's a lot, like, what I'm finding, especially... The conservatives are the conservatives, but what I'm finding is there's a lot of, like, indecision or just flip-flopping between NDP and Liberal right now. And... um, and I think that has a lot to do with the debates. I know a, a lot of people that I've spoken to or just a lot that I've read. It's been like the NDP influence has really happened after the debate and after. You I know. think especially for young people. And Singh has really come out in the last couple of weeks. He's really come out strong. He's come out um, here to Ryerson. Um,
2: yeah. On
0: your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> ruined it just for you.
3: Yeah. Too bad I didn't uh, get a meeting. Okay. Um,
2: but, you wish
0: it was your birthday, Jessica. Huh? You wish it was you your birthday so that support Jagmeet Singh. For Singh for is, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's if not it a bad thing. We're just it saying it would have been better. Then I would
3: uh I would have some some words, but uh anyway, um yeah, so there's a lot of flip-flopping right now or just like indecision. I mean, I haven't cast my vote yet just because I'm still not I'm, I don't know if I do the strategic vote and vote liberal or vote what I want which is NDP. Mm-hmm. Um which I know is what he's like, you know, don't vote just strategic vote for yeah. but at the same time, I really don't want the conservatives in, so I haven't haven't fully made up my mind yet, and I'm gonna see how this next week plays out. Um, see if he increases, because he has substantially increased. He's at like nineteen percent, I think. Yeah, right yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was at um thirteen or twelve. Mm-hmm. Just from what I see, just
2: with people like in our age group, he's doing really, really, really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I think.
3: Um. So I don't. So I think there's there's a lot of that going on, which I think is gonna be really interesting to watch on election night to see how that plays out and where he ends up finally. Um. But uh, for me, where I'm voting, it is cut and dry. It's very dead center. And uh, from what I was looking at and everything like that, I mean, it's Oakville. You're going to have the liberals, but you're also going to have the rich old people wanting to do. Well, I found that in Oakville,
1: a lot of the, uh, especially towards Lakeshore, there's a lot of, I mean, I grew up there, so I know Mm -hmm. the families and the kids. A lot of them are champagne socialists. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's a a toss, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah.
0: Uh, Well... In in uh, the other thing I wanted to discuss because we are running out of time, we're basically you know at the end of our show, but technically it's reading week, so we can go a little bit longer. Uh, Why don't let's we? let's talk about. Uh, sorry, can we if we want? Like yeah yeah we can no? we can. Okay. Um, so let's talk about polls. That's something that you wanted to talk about, Sam. I want to ask how reliable are polls? Because you look at the states, everybody predicted that Hillary Clinton was going to mm-hmm. win, and there's Donald Trump, silent majority. So that completely disproved basically every single poll in the states. How accurate are polls here? And are they really telling the truth? Is it, again, accurate? Uh, I think the
1: role of polls... Well, I think that there was a bunch of conditions in the U.S. that made...
2: Uh, Trump
3: win.
1: Well, yeah, besides Hillary? that, but for the polls not to be reliable, oh, I think. Okay.
3: Um, well, they kind of like disincentivize people to vote, especially people of the black community
1: what do you mean what, with how? like the ids what, and
3: stuff yeah and they- i think that's a
2: very interesting um yeah, I was, point I, of view uh like i don't know how i feel about it because i feel like it's kind of offensive to say that requiring id means that black people won't vote it's only
1: ever brought up towards African no, no, black
3: people that, have that, id like, look at, and um, are
2: intelligent enough to go to like the dmv and stuff and like that's what the state service ontario is right yeah like the dmv and mm-hmm. figure out how to do that. So, while well, I understand, like I see people say that in these um, districts in the states, they do kind of try to make it harder to
3: vote. They also did what they also made like a lot less polling stations in predominantly black communities. Yeah, I've and, seen that And like as well. the lines that's, that were just that's absolutely clear. Yeah.
2: But I think that the like uh, requiring ID and stuff like that, I, I, I feel like the calling out racist it's, is in itself a little bit racist because. I, black people are just as capable of, as any other race of people, as getting identification in order to vote and registering and all that stuff. Is
0: yeah, it,
1: there's, a, there's more poor <laughs> white people in the U.S. than.
2: Well, that's because there's more white people in the U.S. than yeah. black people. Yeah, that's people. not the
1: point I'm trying to make. The t- point I'm trying to make is no one ever brings up, oh, well, why don't we think about all these rednecks? They won't have access yeah. to voting. That's never brought up. It's, it's yeah, only I think the African whole idea Americans. of,
2: like, you know, the black identity is, comes with, like, hardship in life is pretty offensive in itself as well, because that's not mm-hmm. necessarily true.
0: So, do you think that polls are, are going <laughs> right. to be accurate here? <laughs>
1: uh, I think most likely, yeah. Uh, I think the role of polls in Canada, specifically federal polls, um, what they would tend to do is push. Uh, they push a trend, especially when people uh, are thinking about splitting the vote or voting NDP or Liberal. I think I think you saw that in. Um, in the provincial elections as well people thinking well should i vote NDP or if i vote liberal will that let ford have a mm-hmm. government well eventually it, it didn't let ford have a government but um yeah i think in federally in canada it would uh it would make people think
0: whether it's a uh, viable to strategic vote or not
2: i think that's a good point i think and-
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, according to Marshall we have we have another comment from him. He says, I wouldn't worry about a strategic vote, to be honest. The odds of a riding being won by a single vote are so small you might as well vote your conscience.
1: Yeah. And I think you probably no matter what the results in are at the end of the election,
0: you'd feel a lot better if you just voted for who you want. Yeah. Uh so obviously you do trust polls and that's your In you
1: Canada know. I don't trust them. I well, I think in you the think you think U.S. are a little more accurate than Possibly, I don't know. It's just a, a smaller. Well, they, are they too.
3: more accurate because there's not as much um, scandal behind them? Is that why you think they're more? Yeah, accurate? probably.
1: I think in the U.S. there was a. I think
0: I mean, there we was don't kind really of know if they're
3: not accurate or not. That's the thing.
0: That's so true. That's I true. guess we'll find out. We'll find out on election day. We're, We're told which, they're accurate, or we, or we won't find out.
1: Hmm. Or we won't find out if they're actually. Well, yeah. I mean, well, there's
3: not any like. Well, we'll find out whether they right are now. or not.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I think I think in the U.S. there is definitely some kind of agenda to feel make people feel like Hillary Clinton had it in the bag. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. There was a there was a bias. Oh, that's there. There we go. That's the point I was trying to make. Well,
3: there was also a lot of people like, oh no, I wouldn't vote for Trump, and then like secretly vote for Trump.
1: Yeah. So. yeah the I think. Majority. I think. Well, U- it's
3: because they kind of made it like Hillary good,
2: Trump bad, like yeah. morally. Like you're a bad person. And that's if you what support the point Trump. I'm
1: trying to make is that the medium, the U.S. is much more polarized. Yeah. Than I agree. here, or at least appears. It's a strict much, it's,
3: two-party system.
1: Right. It's much more on the nose. In the U.S., so like, hey, we're the left-wing media outlet, but in Canada, it's kind of, you know, it's behind a little, the curtain. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a little more hidden and it's a little less biased. Uh, but that brings me to my final question: Who is going to win this election, and what kind of government are we going to see? Amara, what is your I really
2: take? have no idea. I think I'm, I'm really <laughs> interested to see what's, yeah, what's going is. to happen. Um, I don't know. I thought cheer had a really good chance, but I don't know about that now. But I think it's also just because, you know, I'm on social media and stuff with young people. And young people are obviously usually more liberal and they're really supporting the NDP right now. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely think um, probably Trudeau is going to win again.
0: Trudeau. And is he going to win a minority or majority? I think minority. Minority. So then the coalition probably wouldn't happen or it still would? Because if he has a minority, he still can't necessarily pass everything without the support Um, of another party.
2: Yeah, I think then it probably would happen. And, and then, then what, we were, benefit. what we were talking yeah. about before, like, it'll just be the Liberals. I don't think the NDP will have much poll.
0: You think the Greens will join the Liberals?
2: <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Well, I think she didn't said she, she wouldn't. Say, yeah, didn't she say she wouldn't unless they committed to yeah. her environmental yeah. She they, they, they
1: might say, like, oh, we'll commit. Mm-hmm. They won't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, check it out. And uh, will the, nope. the Bloc commit to, to help the Liberals or no? No, I don't think they would. And the point I, I, I want to make is, I think even up until election night, the polls are going to change, and I think the block will chip away more at the Liberal, uh, their security in Quebec. I mean, Liberals are only really winning in Quebec and the Atlantic provinces Mm -hmm. and then, sure, the Northern territories. But um, I I could see them definitely losing more support in Quebec, losing more and more ridings, and then them either being relegated to a minority government or the Conservatives uh,
0: achieving a minority government. But Mm -hmm. a majority on either side I don't think is possible. And before we get to you, Jessica, and just another comment from Marshall, he says that I used to say I wouldn't lie to a pollster, and then a pollster called me, and I lied my ass off. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> Very real phenomenon, he says. So I guess maybe they're not accurate, but pollster- just... Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. A pollster called me, I just hung up. Mm. <laughs> so. Well, Jessica, what is your um, thought on what is going to happen, mm. who's going to win, and what kind of government is going to be?
3: Um, I think realistically, I mean, not what I want mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, realistically i think it's going to be liberal um really i mean minority? what i what i want huh a minority yeah i'd have to agree with amara on this um i mean it, it i personally per, would prefer an ndp uh like i would prefer saying to win but unless like he can really get into those competitive uh rankings in the next week i mean Anything's possible. He mm-hmm. has really increased over the past few days. So, again, anything is possible. Uh, but realistically, if the polls were to happen tomorrow, I think it'd be liberal. Yeah. Hopefully, some, anyway.
1: Some crazy scandal could com- come up. Or Trudeau could say know. something Jane really stupid. Singh
3: has done blackface.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, or maybe whiteface. I don't know. Is that the yeah. same thing? I don't know. No, I don't no, think so. Not. But It uh, just looks stupid, but it wouldn't be the same thing. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, and, and from my point of view, I think... It's it's going to be very close between a conservative or liberal minority because right now the liberals have only 15 more seats than necessary for a majority. So that's 15 ridings that if they're gone, then it's very easy for Sheer to win. Um, that's where the
3: whole strategic voting comes into place. So.
0: Yeah, um, this is more proof why uh,
1: voting's a, a scam. Don't you, isn't it curious that it's always down to the last minute? Oh, it's down to a line. There's no ever a clear majority in recent history.
0: Well, I mean, it was it was going to be a majority in the last election. You I know, but felt it.
1: whatever events may transpire near the end, it's always down to a hair. It's just very curious.
0: I mean, I, so so you're against voting? You're against <laughs> elections? No, no. You're not No, no,
1: I'm just I'm just observing a trend that uh, some manufactured tension, and
0: then
2: if it makes people vote, though, maybe it's good.
0: Jessica, you look like you want to add something in there. You've just been eyeing. That's I've been cutting to that camera. You've been eyeing Sam. Something
3: voting is democratic. Just you know. I'm
1: I'm, yeah, voting great, but uh, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just commenting. I don't think Samuel's
2: actually (laughs) anti-voting.
1: I'm just commenting on how curious it is that it's always neck
0: and neck at the last second. Well, I think it always is that way just because you're not going to know everybody's vote. And you're also yeah. counting everything. just like everything. the nature it, of an the election. Last, the
3: last poll mm. closes at 9.30. To like have that all counted, yeah. and by the time the election is usually called at like one twelve, nine. 12 mm. month, yeah, 12-1, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's going to be very last minute. So you're going to get all like the, the last writings and last everything. No, no, I don't it mean just, gonna just, gonna just last minute hectic. in the sense
1: that like everyone's hurrying to find the results. I mean that like the polls have everyone close and it could go either way
0: at the very last second. Like, Do you think well, they're be,
2: like manufacturing numbers? Yeah, maybe a
1: little bit.
0: Well, clearly That's they are. A... Clearly they are just because of what Marshall said. People lie. Yeah, but they all lie. Conveniently, At the same amount. Make...
1: Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, either mean, side. You know, I think. Yeah.
0: It's. I don't know, show definitely... me
3: proof, and then maybe I'll agree with you.
0: It's definitely going to be I an election. Say that t- about global warming. Oh gosh,
3: there's so oh. much proof. Uh, <laughs> okay, and we're gonna
0: end the debate there for today's episode of the Rabin Report. Uh, Again, in six days there will be an election, Uh, although we will not be doing a live election special because all eyes will be glued to the main networks, we will be doing an election wrap-up the day after on Tuesday for part three of our three-part series of elections. The only thing I forgot to mention is a great zinger from, uh, from the debate. Uh, I just find it very funny. Shear said to Bernier, I'll say it in French first, tu ne vas rien imposer, tu ne vas même pas gagner un poste, which means you're not going to impose anything, you're not even going to win a seat. Oh, Um, I I think didn't he say en bose, which is his seat is called bose, his writing? I don't know about that, but I just know that he said that, which I kind of found quite amusing. Also amusing when uh, May, in the English debate, yelled at Shear that he's not going to be prime minister. (laughs) Um, It's just so funny how dirty this got but that's what we're here for to talk about it and to analyze it uh that was our show for this week thank you to everyone that tuned in uh, and that messaged us live mainly marshall for messaging us but a lot of people tuned in so thank you to all of you we really really appreciate it thank you to everybody who voted in our polls on both facebook and instagram it means a lot it lets us know what you're thinking a brand new episode of the Robin report will be coming to you next week same day same time same people remember to vote on election day have a great day go everyone. vote yeah that's yeah,
3: right. yeah go vote
0: <laughs> have a great day everyone